You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to The Dev Show. I'm Deborah Eckerling, author of Your Goal Guide and founder of The Dev Method, which is my system for goal setting simplified. My vision is to give you the tools, inspiration, and motivation you need to figure out what you want and help you make a plan to get it. Let's get started. So everybody has goals, resolutions on their mind. And my January New Year New You theme is mind, body, spirit. And last week we talked about mindset. And today it's time to talk about a whole body health or rather health and wellness. And I've got great guests today. I always say that, but it's true. I know awesome people. I have Deborah Myers, who's an acupressurist and more from Deborah Myers Wellness. And I have Chef Eric Hall from Afro Vegan. And I'm so excited because if you've seen the show before, you know I love food and we digress to okay, I do. And I don't have to because now it's part of the topic today. So I'm very excited to dive in. And we also have Catherine from Fit Armadillo. Uh, Deborah, yes. welcome. Will you, you please introduce yourself and perhaps share why you're so excited to be part of today's conversation? Well, thank you. Well, I'm excited because we met and you invited me. So how thrilled could I be, right? <laughs> I'm Deborah Myers. Um, my company name is Deborah Myers Wellness. And it, by the way, um, has also been health at your fingertips. And the reason it's that is because I'm an acupressurist. Um, and the more is that I'm also a Jin Shin Jitsu practitioner. Jin Shin Jitsu is an ancient form of Japanese acupressure. And I've been in private practice for 26 plus years. I'm very blessed to say. And very blessed to say that I can't imagine doing anything else but because what else I do besides hands-on, whether it's virtual or in person, I have clients all over the world, by the way, that I get to work with on Zoom. Um, but I also teach self-help acupressure. I believe that each and every one of us can do the work. We just need to be shown a technique that's easy to learn, easy to remember, and easy to get around to doing because the benefits are noticeable. I've created programs for workplace wellness, and I've created a program for kids in schools, which I just, as you can see, makes me smile. I love it when the kids, when the kids learn and they, they start teaching their, their parents and their grandparents. And it's like, it, it just makes the juice fly. It puts a smile in my face. Well, and you know, I'm all about goal setting simplified. So basically anything simplified. So if you can find an easy way to make your life better in small increments of time, I mean, why wouldn't you? Exactly. I mean, you would. Yeah. That's yeah. why we're here. And you're also wearing the blue power color. So, I mean, how we're like this today. Yeah. So yeah. it's the theme, it's the blue power color, and it's all about the simple things for your healthy 
well-being. So I'm going to swap you out for Chef Eric Paul. Eric, so nice to meet you and thank you for jumping in the conversation. Would you please introduce yourself? So my name is Chef Eric Paul. I'm out of Chicago. I am a classically trained chef, a registered dietitian, and a certified personal trainer. Um, by day, I work at a, a large government agency uh, doing food assistance as a nutritionist. And outside of my day job, I have a company called Afro Vegan that basically uh, helps people of African descent transition to a vegan lifestyle in a fun, evidence-based and safe way. And then I'm also wearing a shirt, so I have a lot in common with Deborah, um, Health Heroes. I use comic books to teach uh, young people about health, taking complex ideas and making them fun and entertaining using visual narrative. So I'm happy to be here and uh, contribute to the conversation. That is so cool. I, I love, well, everything about food, but the fact that, that you, you've taken upon yourself to make it accessible mm -hmm. to all ages is real because that's like a huge thing. Right. Especially yeah. now when uh, people don't leave the house. I mean, it's a little bit better. People are leaving the house more now, but right. if you start a healthy habits from a young age, that's yep. going to make the difference. Is that really what inspired that element of you? Yeah. So when I was doing my graduate degree, I did a lot of research trying to figure out. I knew I fell in love with community nutrition because I wanted to look at population level health and also wanted to make a big difference. And so the research shows that an overweight or obese child has a 70 percent chance of becoming an overweight or obese adult. So you're right. The age of nine or 13, based on social cognitive theory, kind of shows that kids begin to say, uh, equate, I'm drinking a lot of soda that might equate to either extra pounds or pimples on my face. So that's a perfect age to begin to start teaching uh, healthy lifestyle habits. So that's why I chose that age group. The earlier you can start the great and there's uh, programs like women, infants and children, zero to five. So even though kids can't make decisions for themselves, we help mothers who are raising children have the proper nutrients to be able to help the kids develop in a, in a healthy manner. And then school breakfast, school lunch are all great programs as well. So there's a lot of policy um, that is involved outside of just individual choice. And so that's why I love what I do working for a government agency. I get to see all sides and be involved in all facets of, uh, of health. Nice. And you should only and always love what you do. I yes, mean, you can only use the word, I, I don't like to use the word should, but it's appropriate. We should right. all live our best life because yep. it is within our power. Well, yep. wonderful. Excited to jump in more on this, but let's bring Catherine. Now, are you cat these days, Catherine? <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, I moved out to Maui recently and I had a very bad, um, experience starting out here with the boss who I feel like I I'm a little tra traumatized by uh, the name Catherine so I was, I'm like trying to go my cat is that is that hilarious but um but yeah cat or Catherine's fine I'm, I'm a little bit out of that now <laughs> <laughs> I I once had someone that I worked with who I didn't particularly care for and it's like a long time ago so clearly still traumatized and he goes down the hall hey Debbie and I'm like who are you talking to <laughs> because people call me that. I think I'm 10 years old. And yes, there are relatives who are grandfathered into being allowed to call me that. 
But, you know, Deborah, Deborah, people call Debbie and I look around for the <laughs> this child, which is, you know. Oh, Happens are to you me a too. Debbie, Deborah? I used, I used to be a Debbie, yeah. Oh, wow. So there we go. So we're going to call you. Yeah, so we're going to call you Deborah today, and we will call me Deb today, so we confuse people less. Anyway, Kat. I'm in Maui, actually. Okay, that's one of the littler ones. Yes, it is. I'm, I'm still learning too. Like I, and I'm like, you know, I'm the worst Hawaiian ever. Like I feel like, you know, every, everything is an L, the, it, no, L, K, M or H uh, city or location. And that's not really very descriptive because, you know, there's not as many letters in the Hawaiian alphabet there. So I, I really, I have a lot to learn, but, but I'm loving it. And actually, so I, I was looking up some stuff when I was sharing with my email list that I would be on the goal chat today. And four years ago, like maybe a little, little bit over four years ago, I came out here for my first time and fell in love with Maui. And I had a post on my Instagram where I said, you know, loving Maui, want to move here one day. But for now, I want to work on doing a fitness retreat. Who's in? And if I had met, if I'd met you, Deb, sooner, I bet I would have been living here sooner because I would have had my goals uh, more aligned, right? <laughs> but um, yes, let, let's hope so. But you're living it now. And that's I really, am out, yes. <laughs> really all that matters. And, you know, we're talking health and wellness today. It starts with your own definition and what brings you the most calm, good, sure. feeling vibes. Anyway, did you sure. even introduce yourself? Why don't you do that? I didn't. I know. I was. We were doing our name, uh, a name game. <laughs> so Kat Turley, um, I am the founder of Fit Armadillo, which is a fitness company that helps you enjoy fitness at your place and your pace. We started out being online before COVID, believe it or not. It seems like like that was even a lifetime ago. Um, so I've had the business for about nine years and I'm really passionate about the intersection of fitness and business. So love helping women entrepreneurs, especially use fitness to help propel them towards their um, business goals. So a few years ago now, I, I published um, my book, which became a bestseller, which is uh, Superwomen Secrets Revealed. Successful women talk about fitting and fitness and dare you to join them. And I'm just down to my beach copy because I, I sold out of my... Um, my real copies here, which is, which is fun. Um, being in Maui just about a month, which is cool. But, um, yeah. And then, you know, I, I love being on this panel because I have a past life as a teacher. I actually went back into the classroom last year. And so really cool to, uh, to be on the panel where we're focused on wellness and, you know, how it's important for, for kids as well. So really cool. Um, feel really honored to be here with you guys. Ah, <laughs> uh -huh. awesome. Well, th this is great. So I, I'm going to say, let's jump in. We've been talking 10 minutes already. We've been talking, to, but it's, so really it boils down to this. How do you be healthy in the world in which we live now? Because it is really easy to either be healthy or to not, right? Uh, so Deborah. What are your thoughts on this? What is what is health and how do you stay healthy in the time of now? Or I think I put it more concisely, what is involved in staying healthy? Okay. I believe that each one of us has the opportunity to live in a fit and healthy and vibrant and vital body physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We just have to give our bodies the opportunity to experience that. And once it knows it on all those layers and levels, 
guess what? It wants to stay there because the body is an energy body and energy wants to move. Energy wants to change. Energy wants to be in balance and harmony. And all we have to do is assist our bodies to experience that. And then in comes nutrition and exercise and everything else that supports it all. And what I know is that when we balance our energy, everything goes easier. So I start every day doing this nine-step self-help acupressure flow I, I created and I teach to all my clients and students and kids in classrooms and you name it because I believe that when we create that space for ourselves, for our bodies, we have, a, like I said, a bigger opportunity to live from purpose, live in our passion and live in a state of empowerment. And when I a nine-year-old tells me, why wouldn't I do it? That says something. Wow, that's amazing. And it's, so what I got from what you said, I mean, the key point, there were a lot in there, but it's our body needs to learn how to be healthy and then it can stay healthy. And then when we're healthy, then we can live a better, more balanced life, which right. is, one thing that, that I do that's different, I think, from a lot of goal experts is they focus on business. And I have always been big on that integration because your personal informs your professional and vice versa. And what I will do is I've seen your cute little nine-step video. We will embed it in the recap. So if you go to if you go to the debmethod.com slash blog, you will get that as well as the links to our experts and probably way more information. Chef Eric. Yes. So this is an interesting question. Um, I'm getting a little feedback. Um, is that me or? I I there think it was Kat. All right. We're good hear, now. Hear the waves <laughs> in the background. It's, it's all good. So it's snowing in Chicago. So I welcome the wave sound. <laughs> um, so this is an interesting question. Actually, I teach class, I teach community nutrition at the University of North Chicago. And so we just covered the, the World Health Organization definition of, of health. And so it's, uh, it's not just the absence of sickness, it's the complete state of physical, uh, uh, mental, and social well-being. And one of the students actually challenged the, the word state. And I was like, hey, that's a great point. It's not an end point. It's kind of a journey. And then you can fall in and out of a healthy state, of course, um, which is why you need professionals and support group and, and a great family and friends to help with that. And then each one of those components, and it could be different, you know, physical is one thing, mental is one thing. You, you know, we have professional athletes, you know, who are not mentally healthy and you got mentally healthy people who are not physically um, healthy as well. But then the social well-being is very, very important. You talk about economics, you talk about, you know, where you live, work and play. And so uh, health needs to be a, more of a holistic uh, concept. And then it also needs to be thought of not just a point in time and an end point. It needs to be thought of as a journey. So uh, much like what Deborah said, and, you know, the only thing I would add is we fall in and out of a healthy state and then once again, you know, you need help along the way because it is a journey. Yes, because yeah. you can't. Well, we said this uh, in the pre-chat. You can't reach your goal on, on your own. You need your people 
You can't yep. necessarily read your health goals on your own. You need that information that's going to bring you to the state of health that you right. want to be in. And Agreed. so, Kat, what do you think? Can you repeat the question, too? Because I'm like, so enamored uh, <laughs> with what everyone said, but I can just add on. Or <laughs> Well, it, the question is just very, again, simple. What is involved in staying healthy? What does sure. that mean? Yeah. No, awesome. So I think, you know, one thing I start with my clients is have them look at starting with like their why. So you said that you don't always focus on business, even though I'm sure a lot of people watching today probably have a, a business focus or a business they want to work on. Um, but I think you kind of look at what is the thing that you are, what, what's your main goal in life and how can your health help you reach that goal, I think is a really good, powerful way to, to approach you know, trying to find your fitness motivation or, or expanding from beyond the physical health to the mental and social health. And I love, I love that, uh, chef Eric Paul there mentioned that there's those different phases of our health, because one reason I like to focus on fitness is I feel like it's a really easy way to target the other aspects of our overall health and, you know, just being able to see the benefits in our lives. I think if people can start with, you know, what is it that they're trying to focus on? What are their, what are their goals in their life, you know, beyond just their physical goals and, and, and kind of thinking about how can their, you know, like I said, I, I focus on the physical cause I'm, I have the fitness background, but I think if you, you know, even just thinking about how could a walk and, and the feeling I have after going on a walk, help me with those other goals. And even reflecting on that after, you know, when you do do your physical fitness experience, like how that actually helps you feel better or have more creative ideas is a, is a powerful way to start and, and, and reinforce why you're doing what you're doing in the first place, not have it feel like a chore, um, but more something that, you know, you get to do and are, are rewarded for doing. And just starting is a good, is a good way to feel those benefits, but starting with your why can help you uh, keep it going too. And you, you know, this the D in the dev method stands for determine your mission. And you're right. It's the whole thing. The, the first the very first part of determining your mission is the, that visualization. When you think of the life you want, what does that look like? And finding that balance. But balance alludes, well, not everybody, because clearly I like, I like to think I'm in balance most of the time. And I'm sure the panel probably feels somewhat similar to that. It's not easy for everyone. And especially this conversation comes up constantly. Um, how do you find balance when you're working from home? When where you work is like 10 steps from where you eat and 20 steps from where you sleep. So finding that balance isn't easy, but it's possible, especially when you prioritize. So before we start giving more advice, what I would love to know is what are some of your personal self-care practices? And Chef, can we start with you? You know, I'm 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 one of the type A perfectionist type person, so I, the balance thing is always uh, a challenge with me. Sometimes I have to dial down my goals, and I have to talk to people, and I have to pace myself um, because I can be very intense. So one of one of the things is really taking a look at you know um, I always know my why. That's pretty apparent, but then really looking at I like the smart goal method. Um, specific, measurable, actionable, uh, relatable, and time-bound, or some people call relevant. Um, and so in, in really looking at that, and then 
looking at my goal in smaller chunks instead of looking at the big picture and saying, okay, what's success in two to three months and be happy with that. And then, you know, pat yourself on the back. And then for self-care, there's things that I like to do, which are unique. I love to dance. I love to listen to music. I love movies. Um, my sister just bought me a sketch pad. Of course, I do comic books. I used to draw comic books when I was younger. So I need to do more of that and not worry about, you know, how how it looks to others as long as I'm progressing and I can have an outlet. Um, and, you know, family and friends has become really important, uh, especially over COVID. Uh, you know, before I used to go out in events and try to get out on the weekend and it will be a lot of people. But, you know, COVID has really made me understand that um, that there's there's benefit to building deeper relationships with people who are close to you. And uh, I recently traveled uh, abroad for the first time in a couple of years and went to Kenya and the, the COVID requirements made it, you know, unbearable. Then it was a day to travel, day to come back. But that particular experience, I look forward to getting back out and traveling because I love learning new things and experiencing new cultures and actually want to create a show, kind of model off Anthony Bourdain uh, and then visit, you know, countries and expose people, especially in America, to these great things outside of our our, uh, our border. So so that, that those are some things that, you know, really uh, kind of help me stay balanced and grounded. And, of course, working out, eating healthy. You know, those are just assumptions, but, you know, um, you know, keeping keeping the body together. But, you know, need to start meditating more. A lot of people have uh, uh, said that. So I do want to get more into yoga and I do want to get more into mindfulness as well. I love how working out and eating healthy, those were the afterthought because they are so ingrained in yes. your life. I think that's amazing. And Basically, your self-care is doing things you enjoy, which is right. perfect. That's what I think people miss out on in a lot of what I teach is, you know, the value of the self-care appointments. Because if it's an, I know if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't get done. And that is just as, if not as important for health and wellness. So really good points. What about you, Kat? I mean, you live in Hawaii, so isn't your life just like one big self-care experience? I mean, it is now. Like I said, <laughs> I got a rough beginning when I first moved out. But no, I mean, so, you know, it's interesting. So um, we met because I was living in California for a while. And, um, you know, my, my go-to self-care thing has always been going for a run that kind of centers me and, you know, gets me ready for my day. I mean, seem, seems a little maybe counterintuitive, but but, uh, you know, really a high energy thing, but, but that's kind of my, like brushing my teeth. It's what I always do. But then when I moved to the East coast for a little bit to be near family. And one thing that became a really important self-care, uh, item for me was trying to catch the sunrise, especially in those winter months when I was there, um, for the, for, for two years in the winter, like that was something where I could get up, see the sunrise, whether I was running or not. And, you know, have a little extra, little bit of the daylight that, you know, was not, not so much daylight in the cold and just that experience of like just how magical a sunrise can be, but then also just being in nature, whether I was running or not, uh, was something that really helped me in terms of self-care and getting through the day and being like, ah, oh, I kind of got stuck, you know, because of COVID, I decided to come, come back. And then I didn't feel like I wanted to rush back to California and, you know, like trying to find something positive. And that, that became something really, um, important to me. And then I found too, like I got into bad habits 
Uh, so one bad habit I have is like watching a lot of Netflix or something, just like throwing on, throwing on the TV. And I started watching less TV and trying to read a little bit at night or even coloring was something that was good. Um, so I think, you know, from my experience, like, you know, going through some personal life changes that, that came up, finding things beyond just my running, which is like always my go-to to get through like times when I wasn't in the location that was most inspiring to me are, are really helpful. So, you know, maybe any, anyone listening, maybe you're not in Maui just yet, you're going through a different phase of your life. Uh, but, but you know, there's other, other things you can do. And I would share too, like I've met a lot of people here just in the month I've, I've been out here and um, it's definitely hard to find housing. But there's a lot of work to be had. So I, I encourage people, like, if you have a dream of, you know, being in any location, you know, just kind of seeing, you know, what you can explore. And, um, you know, you might find that that the place you want to be actually needs you. And I, I found that that's that. And then the, the people I've met here have been really awesome. Um, so that, that's been something that's been really cool to see, like, having this dream that I thought was impossible. And then once I got here, um, you know, just being able to, to be inspired by that, too. So I think there's that social aspect of health that we've all been kind of coming back to being really important and valuable part of self-care. I think you were, because as you're talking, I'm remembering this, was it February? It was February of 2020. We met <laughs> at Cafe Literati, which was, it's in um, West Los Angeles, for those of you who know the area. And that was my office back, you know, when I left the house. And we met up because you were on your way to an event in Palm Springs. And we had this adorable picture with our books together. It, it might have been January because I kind of feel like it came up in my memories recently. Right? It was late February. Early, maybe we had another thing we shared. But it was like late February because my conference was in March. And I actually, I, I got back to Connecticut on March 7th. And I thought I was coming back out to L.A. I thought I was going to move back out and. You know, I, the world had different <laughs> the world plans. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. But I remember when you were going back to the East Coast, and it seems like yesterday because yesterday was pre-COVID. So there you go. I know. Um, it's crazy. <laughs> and, and one thing that we've learned from the last two years is basically you can do what you love from anywhere. You've got the things you need at your disposal. So, Wonderful for you for planting the seed and taking the leap. I love that. Deborah. Yes. You've been so patiently waiting to answer this question. And I know, no pressure, you have a good answer to what are your self-care practices? I know you do your get up in the morning and then you do your thing, which is amazing. But yeah. what else you got? Well, one of my most favorite things to do, and I try to do it uh, at least a couple times a week, is I get up at uh, just before sunrise and I go out to the garden and climb into my hot tub and watch and listen to the birds waking up and singing. And I'm, of course, sitting in there doing my energy work, my balancing and meditating. It all comes together. That's the beauty of what I get to do is that it becomes a meditation. And that's what it feels like in your body. So, yes, I do my what is called the daily clean your house flow. Um, you'll be getting the link to that. It recognizes the house you walk around in is the body you walk around in, right? Body and house are one and the same. And that to keep it clean every day is the, is the key. Vacuum it out. So in addition, what do I do? I spend time with family and friends, especially my family the last couple of years. It's like they're my core. 
Um, and I love taking walks and hikes. I have some beautiful parks in the area. Um, my One of my most favorite things to do is gardening. I have a really big, expansive garden that I've created. And uh, I have to tell you that if I didn't do my energy balancing, my self-help acupressure before, during, after, I wouldn't be able to do all of that because I'm still digging holes and doing wheelbarrows of dirt and you name it. Um, yeah. And this is the year I turned 70 folks. So are you uh, kidding me? I'm not kidding you. You look amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I plan on good food. I don't eat too much processed stuff. Um, I have a few things that are, are a go-to and I have to slap my hands once in a while. I love to, uh, I do some good exercising besides the walking. I, um, I do Pilates a couple times a week. I do a fitness class a couple times a week, which is core strength. Um, and I receive, uh, and then I do my own thing, of course. And then I receive um, a massage several times a month. So I make sure I'm receiving as much as I'm giving. Because what I do is a lot of health care giving. And what I know is if I didn't take care of myself first, I wouldn't be there for others. So that's a big one. And that's been the kind of the beauty as well as about doing everything on um, virtually over the last two years is because I'm spending a lot of time on camera with my clients and I'm showing them self-help. Guess what? I'm doing it for myself at the same time because it, you just do. So I'm very, very blessed with that. Um, what else? You know what big one? Just I am a Christmas holic. I love Christmas. I love decorating for Christmas. Uh, initially, uh, for a long time, it was always the excuse was for the kids, for my my own kids and for all the other kids. There's a reason why a four-year-old walked into my house a couple of years ago, right the, the weekend after Thanksgiving, and he looked at me. He's been a client for a while. And he looked at me and just looked around. I said, oh, wow. And I said, you like it? He goes, oh, are you Mrs. Santa Claus too? So. That says something, right? So I spent the last month being in Christmas and that brings a joy because I love the colors and the sparkles and the the joy. I mean, I, I think that's what it all amounts to is I find ways to be in joy, no matter what season, what part of the year, what I'm up to. And I'm really dealing with that now because I am planning on moving from my home of 21 plus years. It's my oasis. It's become my place and all my clients come here because I work out of my home and I've decided it's time for a new chapter. And so that's huge. And it's really tricky to be thinking of that as an adventure and finding joy when it's really hard to be doing all that. But that's a key, Deborah, Deb, is to be <laughs> in joy. To be yes, in for everything. If we, if we wanted to just give one word for self-care, it's find joy. Exactly. It. Okay, that's more than one word. But when you do the things that you love that bring you joy, it it leaks. It you know, leaks. that it emanates from you yeah. the same way that when you're doing things that have the opposite effect and have, you know, the low energy vibe. But we're not a low energy vibe kind of show. We're a high yeah. energy vibe. Yeah. And I really want to talk about food. So Chef Eric, 
for those people who say, and I, I think I heard this like three times last week on three different Zooms, it's the new year. I'm going to eat healthy because I've been working from home the last two years. What can people do that's so easy to get back on the food wagon? And I will also be taking notes because I do eat healthy. Um, fortunately, I started loving to cook a couple years before the pandemic or else I'd really be in trouble. But my my Instant Pot, which is my favorite, favorite, um, that was my gateway to loving to cook. So, but I'm bored. So please give us some recipes, <laughs> give us some inspiration for all those I'm going to be healthier this year uh, resolution people, or as I say, resolutions are year round. So what you got? So the number one New Year's resolution is around health, either exercise, diet, or something around a mental happiness. So the first thing I would, you know, ask people to do is think about their current patterns and figure out what they want to improve and then try not to do it all at once. You know, look at small steps like Deborah has a garden. So people should be eating more whole food. Uh, I think in our society, we've become a very uh, industry, processed food, inexpensive food, overconsumption type society, which has gotten us into a little trouble. So really think about where you want to be. So the first part is awareness. You know, how many calories should you be consuming based on your unique circumstance? And so a lot of people, that's not easy to figure out unless you do this for a living. So my fitness pal, there's other tools you put in your height, your weight, your age, your gender, your activity level. That's going to tell you how many calories you should be consuming. And so if you're looking at, you know, weight, you know, it's easy. If you overconsume 500 calories a day, you can gain a half a pound or a pound uh, every week. So it's 3,500 calories in excess can equal a pound. And that's not exact, but, you know, if you eat a muffin, extra every day and you're wondering where this half a pound or two or three pounds in a month, it could be that bagel or that muffin or that, you know, I don't drink coffee, but that mocha latte grande with the, uh, with all the whipped cream on it, that could be as you're sipping your green tea, right? Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and coffee, coffee is, 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 is a good thing. So really, you know, I, I'm really a data driven person and I know a diet can be an emotional thing, but really looking at the data awareness, you know, okay, where am I at? Then once you figure out how many calories you're supposed to consume and you might do a three day food record, once again, data and to figure out where am I at? You know, these are people typically eat the same foods in general. So figure out where you're at on the spectrum. I'm, I'm eating my current amount of projected calories or I'm over or I'm under. And under is not necessarily a good thing either because it could affect your metabolism, especially um, always ask, you know, implore people to work out because when you have more muscle, your body is more metabolically active, meaning that you just don't burn calories when you're working out. You burn calories all throughout the day and even when you're sleeping. And so, you know, the more, you know, uh, free fat mass, more muscle you have, the, the better. And you need more muscle mass, even as you age, as Deborah stated, because your muscles deteriorate and you want to have that quality of living. So even I'm trying to get my parents to, you know, um, be more physically active for bone and muscle health and quality of life. 
So those are the things I look at. And then once you figure that out, then you begin to do the smart goal thing. You know, I need to remove soda or I need to, you know, eat more whole foods or incorporate more fruits and vegetables or whatever it may be. Okay. I have to stop you. I am not a huge fan of smart goals. Okay. (laughs) Which is fine. I, I like the way that you talk about them using it as a tool. When smart goals are all you do in then, then don't get me on that soapbox because we don't have that much time. But what I do like, (laughs) because I start by, you know, what is the intent? What is the life you want and build to it? So I, I think the phraseology with which you used it, it's fine. But anybody who knows me knows that I'm not anti smart goal, just not a fan uh, so I felt the need to to acknowledge that. But what, the things that you're talking, which I love, by the way, is to start with the awareness. You know, it's it's all these people who are posting, oh, I'm going to start losing weight because it's a new year. They know they have to. <laughs> it, it's not a surprise that they, they what did, were we calling it the COVID-19, like the freshman 15 at college? Uh, so knowing is the first step seeing what you need to be weighing is the second and then tracking what you're eating to see where the missteps are am i am i um summarizing accurately so yeah so similar to what you said that that's basically a smart goal what i try not to do is have people say i want to lose weight and i'm like okay well how much weight do you want to lose why do you want to lose weight you know typically people say i'm going to a wedding in three months in jamaica And I'm like, oh, okay. so are you going to maintain the weight after you come back from the wedding? And so really figuring out what the why I want to lose weight because I want to be able to have an active lifestyle with my kids. That's motivation. And that should be sustainable motivation because your kids, if you got a four or five year old, that that's going to last for at least for another 14 years. And then the other thing is when you have a goal, it should be measurable. So however you decide to do that is, you know, what is going to be how much weight, how often a lot of people say I might want to lose 15 pounds in a month. Well, you know, unless you're training like Rocky or uh, you're training for the next Wonder Woman film, you know, and you're doing two or three days and you got a personal trainer and a private chef that may and you've done this before uh, in a healthy way, it might be unrealistic. So really figuring out, you know, what you can do with the resources that you have and making sure that it's measurable. Those are all things that I look for um, when people are talk about, you know, setting um, their goals. But I think you're right. Um, Smart goals on their own are not going to get you there. Um, There's a thing called the stages of change, the trans theoretical model that came out of smoking cessation and really talked about a person will not sustain change unless they're, ready unless they're motivated unless they internalize that this is a change because it come from a personal trainer or a doctor and say you need to do this and someone says well i'm doing this because you tell me to i don't know why i really don't want to i don't have the resources but i'll do it just because i'm paying you for it and you tell me so hence why people don't adhere to medication diet advice and other types of advice it really has to come from within. And I think good healthcare professionals um, help people, empower people to internalize that so they can become 
the facilitators of the change that they want to be. So you're right. Smart goals on their own are not the end all be all. Um, but you have to wrap that with uh, the why, the motivation, the environment and all those other things. But so yeah. I get you. So okay. no knock we're, on smart we're goals. Like a, yeah. we're, we're agreeing to disagree and agreeing simultaneously. I'm good with that because you need yes. to be at it. And this is the thing. Since the beginning of the year, we're talking mind, body, spirit, new year, new you. But in my world, every month is like a new year. Every day, every week, whenever you are facing change, whether it's by choice or circumstance, it is up to you to say, okay, I'm in it. What do I want? Make a plan. But let's go back to being healthy because we want that. And I still would like recipes. So we're going to come back to you in a minute. So think about that, chef. Cat, you're just like smiling and nodding. Uh, do you have something you wish to share about kicking your healthy it? self <laughs> in the butt? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I have a recipe I haven't used since I've been in Maui, but I good good um, breakfast recipe I can share at some point too that I, I used to use all the time. But um, but I, I just love everything you know. Chef Eric's been saying is is stuff that. I live and breathe being in the fitness industry for so many years. And I guess one thing I'll share when I first got out here, I think, so one thing I wanted to touch on that had me nodding is just the importance of like not focusing on just losing weight or losing it quickly. Because when I actually came out here, just as a share a personal story, you know, I, I was first out here, I was working a lot. Like, so I, I lost a lot of weight and I was eating healthy. I was on a, uh, living at a place that had fresh chicken eggs all the time. And I'm like, well, I got back to my, you know, things were, times were a little tough. It was a little stressful, but I was like, Oh, I, I lost a bunch of weight. But then, you know, I moved in with a, a new uh, roommate who's a great chef. And, you know, like, because I was in that deprivation mode, not even planning it, like I wasn't trying to lose weight. And I, it wasn't, I wasn't fueled very well for my runs or anything else. Um, I got to experience, you know, kind of that, that unhealthy state of, you know, losing weight too quickly and how your body is just going to try to adapt when it has that chance to eat, eat food more regularly again. So I think just really, want to reiterate and kind of share that personal experience of, you know, looking at what's going on in your day to day and your circumstances. Like Deb does talk about that a lot, especially read her book. Um, you know, sometimes circumstances come up and, you know, we might not, might not be what we planned on, but just being aware of what's going on and, and just coming back to that why and like, what are you, what are you trying to do and making changes based on your circumstances to, to help you reach your goals and, and I guess, yeah, just really stress the fact that, you know, that weight loss goal or focus is it's really detrimental to or you know having that as your main focus can be so detrimental no matter what your goals are so just trying to encourage people to have you know more of that focus of food as fuel and how that's going to help your day and being mindful of that regardless of your situation to to help you you know keep on the right track there (laughs) that's awesome and deborah you've been quiet too long so go ahead chime in what do you want me to answer I know that that you have mentioned my fitness pal. Do you have a favorite activity tool app that you recommend that you think is good for promoting that quality of healthy life? I I um, love listening to meditation tapes or apps. Um, I love stepping into that space of just being quiet because we don't have a whole lot of quiet in our worlds 
And so I have to admit that, for instance, when I described my mo- one of my most favorite times of the day is to go sit in the hot tub or out on the deck and just be, to be quiet, to be there. And that to me is one of the most um, available ways of being if we just allow ourselves to go there. I have to ask you this. What are you going to do when you move? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going yet. I know I'll probably be in Sonoma County. I can't imagine myself not being. I'm north of San Francisco. Um, But I just know it's time for a new chapter. It's time to not be working so hard on the property. And it's time to um, have another family fall in love with where this is. That is so the right attitude for for embracing that kind of change. So total it's a huge one. For you. It's a huge one. You know, it's it's my oasis. It's my dream. It's my everything, and it, it's time for a change. I didn't mean to to make you sad. I'm not sad. <laughs> oh, good, um, good. Every once in a while, to tell you the truth, every every once in a while, I do have a little bit of pre pre sale remorse, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, And at the same time, it's that place of what's next. I know I am one of the best manifestors imaginable. That's what all my friends and most of my clients say. It's like, just just say what you want. It's coming. And so I know that the most perfect place and place of being will arrive. So I just, I put myself in that place of this is an adventure. The hardest part? is the sorting and packing. I've been here for 21 years. Mm. That's tough. (laughs) You can do it. We have faith. And and when it's the right thing, it also makes it a lot easier to make that kind of change. It's it's setting aside the time to do all the stuff I'd I'd rather, to tell you the truth, not be doing. I'd rather be writing my programs, creating my workshops, being with my clients, taking my walks, doing all that, rather than sorting and packing. Just saying. Yes. But you also mentioned manifest manifestation, which Gahat mentioned as well. And I have a feeling you should have a little bit of experience with manifestation as well. I, I'm a firm believer, you know, when you know what you want, then you draw it to you, which is, right. again, why the D, determine your mission, I believe, is so yes. powerful. May so I share you, with you? Sorry. I was going to say, do you have a manifestation exercise to share? Is that what you were just going to ask? Yes. May I share it with you? Yes, please. Okay. So for any out there who are searching for their purpose or wanting to um, revitalize their purpose, which is then all about empowerment and stepping into it and that thing called manifestation, there happens to be an energy balance point that needs to and wants to always be in a state of balance and harmony for that to be an easier pathway, if you will. And it happens to be right at your kidney level. So if you place your hands, right hand on right mid-back and left hand on left mid-back, and allow your body to receive that space of receiving and allowing that energy balance point, when it's in a place of of balance and harmony, will draw to you what you want to receive because it's connected to the vascular system and it's connected to chi. 
in Eastern medicine, chi is the all empowering energy. So you hold that for a couple good breaths, slide your hand, uh, that's one of your hands down to the sit bone, and then place your other hand. So I'm going to mirror you. If your right hand is on your left shoulder and your left hand is at your left sit bone, you do that and it brings all that energy into your very core, allows your body to receive it all the more. And this, by the way, this little step happens to be one of my best friends out in the garden because it means your body is ready to go. It is ready to do whatever you want it to do and ready to have no reaction to what you ask it to do. That's why it's such a great preventative. And then the next step is to hold the outside of your knees. So your fingertips, I'm going to move my screen just a moment, are right here. Right hand on right outside a knee, left hand on left outside a knee. And that energy balance point is all about rhythm, strength, and peace. That experiences balance and harmony, and it's all about repatterning, reprogramming, giving your body a new habit, a new way of being, which is really an old way. It's just reminding it. And breathe it in and allow it to happen. Do all that in conjunction with that daily clean your house flow, and you're on a pathway of discovery. That is awesome. Now, do you have this in an article as well? I can make it into an article real easily. In fact, yeah, there's um, um, one of my most recent blogs has it in. Excellent. So send me the link, and I will include that in the show notes. So okay. we can all be balanced and manifesty. Uh, Gahat, do you have a manifestation, something or other to share? I, I think just nothing in particular. I mean, my run, like when I go for a run, I feel like I always have my best ideas. Or sometimes when I come back and share with a friend, they are my best ideas. So I feel like that kind of helps me just in day to day finding like, you know, new paths that I'll go down in my business. But I just found like, and I, I shared this in my email list when I was telling everyone about today, you know, um, my, my first, the first time I fell in love with, with Hawaii was when I came out here 10, over 10 years ago when I was in grad school and I was starting my journey uh, as a teacher, going to start a journey as a classroom teacher. And I thought, wow, I love it here. Like I, I want to move here one day. I want to teach here. This is where I'll end up teaching and life took a different, different path. But then, you know, um, anytime I've, taken a, like a really big leap out of when life was not feeling like it was right. And I took a really big leap that I'm like, you know, life's just not working. I got to try something uh, different. So I, I'm sure Deborah's going to have a really, really exciting things to share with us after she gets packed up. But that's when um, the magic's happened for me. Like, so I think just, you know, encouraging people that are maybe at that point where they're feeling stuck and they, they're not feeling inspired where they are at right now, you know, whether it's a physical location or just with what's going on, day to day to just take a leap. And, you know, you might not know what the next step is or anything else or, or you know, the how or, or all that stuff. But um, you'll, you'll find some pretty magical things like I, I coming out here has been proving that to me because I, I, you know, I took this one step. Actually, honestly, the reason I came out here was I went for a run in uh, November. I just came back from I was visiting a friend in the Caribbean and like, you know, it was beautiful. And I came back and I went for a run. And it started hailing. I was in Rhode Island and I was reminded, like it was a very clear reminder of, I don't want to spend another winter. Like I love being close to family. 
but the num- the COVID numbers are ticking up again. And last Christmas, I didn't even get to see my grandmothers for Christmas, which was a main reason why I was back. I didn't get to see them that much, um, even though that's like a main reason why I wanted to be on the East Coast. So I'm like, you know, I could stick it out and, you know, we- I might not get to see them for Christmas again, you know, like, um, and so I thought, you know, this is the time, like, I got to find a, a, a way to, you know, be in a place that makes me happier and, you know, visit family, you know, I'll be able to visit family, um, after and, and, and at least I'll feel better in what I want to do. And so I think, yeah, I guess to answer the question is just to, if you're feeling stuck, um, just to take whatever leap you feel like is the leap and, and, and get yourself unstuck and you'll kind of feel the magic in, um, in, you know, how, how things work out. I mean, I, I, I can't believe like, that I'm here and, you know, that things are really working out. Like the people um, that I'm meeting are all like my people, you know, and like, so it's the place I want to be in. And there's people that also live here also appreciate the, the place that they're in and like lots of like amazing things are, are happening. So just encourage people to, if you're feeling stuck, don't, don't stay stuck, make, take the leap. <laughs> Which is exactly why I wrote my book is to help people who are stuck claim the life they want and move forward. So I, I totally agree with you on that. Well, you knew I would. So Chef Eric, do you have anything in terms of manifestation or other kinds of tips for claiming your life you would like to share? Yeah, real quickly, I, I wanted to answer the question about the recipes. I put something in the chat. I don't know if that's private or not, and everyone can see it. But recipes are an interesting thing. I try not to, being a dietitian, I try not to assume everyone eats the same thing. So what people eat is based on their geography, culture, uh, what's accessible to them, the cooking skills, time, you know, just, just variety of things. But one website that I, I, I've uh, gone to that has pretty nutritious food, you know, meals and has a variety, um, a diverse variety is eatingwell.com. Um, so for example, you know, I, I'm a breakfast person. And so even when I'm doing intermittent fasting and so I do like a almond or soy yogurt, uh, my favorite fruit. And that might be different for people, strawberries, blueberries and this granola. So I try to get at least three to four food groups into um, a meal if possible and try to get the three macronutrients, fat, uh, protein and carbohydrates. So and then, of course, the food groups, you know, you got protein, dairy, fruits, vegetables, and whole grains. So I try to do that, you know, with each meal. As far as manifestation, um, I've done a couple things over my life. Um, vision boards uh, have been great. You know, you cut out some stuff in the magazine and you want to be in Hawaii or you want to move, you know, you put those things up. And then to get real tactical, um, I'm a really pragmatic person, so I just think about the goal. I think about the steps to get there, and I write them down and say, okay, first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. And then I kind of have my quadrants, like high priority, low priority, you know, urgent, da-da-da, and do that, and then put all of those particular steps there. And then I'm, you can tell I'm an ex-programmer as well, even though I'm in public health now. I used to be an IT programmer. And then I write them down and then I cross them off and I don't cross them off until I've I've completed or made significant progress. And so and then really trying to figure out what needs to be done and what's a priority, not a priority. And, you know, if you say I tell people, if you set an aggressive goal, 
doesn't mean you're supposed to achieve it all. But as long as you're hitting the priority items and uh, and getting what needs to be done done, then then great. And so sometimes, you know, uh, overachievers set the goal pretty high. So you're not going to achieve all those particular things. But the goal that you end up with, you should be happy with. So that's something that I do to uh, to manifest is probably more of a anal way to, to manifest something. But that's what's gotten me uh, through life uh, over 52 years. I hope to follow in Deborah's footsteps and look as good as she does and be as active in 18 more years. I, I, I confident, but but and hopeful and prayerful that I'll, I'll be there. You look look amazing, Deborah. I was like 70, no way. Thank you. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. So you are like wellness goals for everybody. We just put the picture of you. Oh, you sweet. Yes, that's what we should do. Is like here's. Here's the picture of health. This is what you need to strive for. Oh, you sweet. So um, if I may be really bold, Deb, is I happen Maybe. to be having a uh, workshop that's coming up the end of March that's called Live the Life You Live. Hmm. Love the Life You Live. And it will be uh, posted on my website. And it's all about abundance and prosperity hmm. and discovering who you want to be in the world and how to get there. Because that's really what this game of life is all about. Exactly. It's figuring out what you want and making a plan to turn into reality. So that's, exactly. I am all, all about that. Well, you all know me. Of course, you know, I'm yeah. all about that. Before we wrap, because it's been about an hour, boy, does time fly. I would love for you all to gift a goal to our our audience, whether you're watching or listening, what is one thing someone can do today, tonight, tomorrow that will make a difference and bring them into a more healthy lifestyle? And so, Chef, do you have a goal to share? So I would probably ask people to start with the why they want to be healthy. Think about all of the great benefits uh you know, health is defined by, in your terms, can bring you. Um, I find that 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 you know helps with internal motivation. Um, so instead of giving someone goals, it's like you know really having them think about that. Whether it's playing with your kids, is being able to travel because I can tell you, I saw many people traveling with me, and I was worn out. It took eight hours to London, thirteen to um, to to Kenya. I had to stand up and I, I just can't imagine like, okay, maybe I shouldn't ask my 80 year old father to, to come with me. And I mean, it, it was, but I'm like, you know, he stays active. So maybe he could. So what's your why for being healthy? What are all the things that would bring you joy? Um, if you achieve the optimal state of health, really starting with that. So figuring out that purpose is what I would ask folks to do. I love it. I'm going to make one little edit. Instead yep. of thinking about the li all the benefits, make a list yeah, of the be benefits. Like Eric, make an anal list. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. And cross them off. You know, put it on paper. There you go. That that's me to the T. Yeah. Excellent. And Deborah, what goal would you like to share with the audience? I would suggest that you all find the way that best fits your needs to give yourself the time to be with you. 
the time to experience your breath, your energy flow, your joy, your happy, whatever that looks like, meditation, conscious awareness practice, um, a self-help acupressure flow, whatever or combination there is, discover a way to just be with you. And in that framework, when you're doing that kind of energy flow practice, you help your body's energy be in a state of movement. And when it's moving, it doesn't have a chance to stay in a state of stuckedness. That's my word for it. It does not like stuckedness. Einstein said e equals MC squared. Everything has to move. And if you help your body's energy move, you are ahead of the game. So be kind to yourself. And with that, always be kind to yourself. Don't put yourself down. Just give yourself the moments in time you need to be good to you. See, I feel like that should be the bonus goal from everybody is to be good to yourself. So whereas I will ascribe to you, claim your me time and everything else you just said, which is wonderful, but the be good to you because health, wellness, the life you want starts with, with self-care. Take care of yourself. Yeah, you can't be there for anybody else unless you're first there for yourself, period. So, Kat, what you got? So, I got, I'm going to challenge everyone. The goal is to fit in some fitness. So, you could do the fun 15, get walking for 15 minutes and see how it makes you feel. Or you can go grab my book. Uh, you know, the successful women are talking about fitting in fitness and dare you to join them. So, each woman in the book actually has a, a dare, like something that she's proposed for you to, to try. So some extra inspiration and fit in some fitness. And if you need some inspiration beyond 15 minutes, you can check out the book for uh, some inspiration there. And then the, the, the dare part lets you connect with the other women. So you got that social aspect of health, because if you tag them, hopefully they'll, they'll be like, way to go. You got started. So fit in fitness. <laughs> Excellent. And so where can people find you is at fitarmadillo.com, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. And then on social media, all at Fit Armadillo. Yeah. Excellent. And Chef Eric, where can people find you? People can find me on uh, goafrovegan.com. And uh, of course, on LinkedIn, uh, Chef, you know, Eric Paul Meredith is uh, my full name. So LinkedIn, I know we connected on LinkedIn. So two places where you can find me. Yep. Excellent. And Deborah, where can people find you? As if I didn't know, but please share. Thank you. Deborah Myers Wellness.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. And uh, come find me. Let's let's play together and find joy because that's what it's about. It is what it's all about. And you're here, you're watching, you're listening. You want to have a healthier, more balanced 2022 or whenever you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all for you on that. Thank you so much, Deborah, Chef, Eric, Paul, and Kat from Fit Armadillo for joining me today for talking for this great conversation mm. about health and wellness, part of the mind, body, spirit. And I am at the Deb Method everywhere. You can learn more about me and how I help people define, plan, and achieve their goals at thedebmethod.com slash goals. And you can grab your copy of your goal guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals on Amazon or your favorite place to buy books. We all 
want you to have a wonderful, healthy life. It's not just about the year. It's about the now moving forward. So thank you all again for joining me, my guests, my audience. Thank you for choosing yourself. So go forward, be healthy, and remember, you can do it. Thanks for listening to The Deb Show. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Need more inspiration and motivation? Connect with me on LinkedIn, follow at The Deb Method on social media, and check out thedebmethod.com. Best of luck with your goals, and remember, you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.